system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's um, just like, well, we actually spoke about this. About when I was um, I was working for a while at an inpatient treatment center, so I was like traditionally I was like leaving it. He was leaving at like seven a.m. and not coming home till yeah. like six every night. And what eventually ended up happening, and this is so true for like a lot of uh, parents or people that just work out of the house and folks that don't, is you come home and you get like bombarded at the door, right? Because no one's like seen you yeah. and no one's had a chance to say anything and just and, and unfortunately it's not always like fucking rainbows and sunshine. It's about shit that needs to be done yeah. or you know whatever. And I remember like both AJ, well first AJ, I I mean I think AJ figured it out for herself, right? Where she's like, "All right, we should give dad some wind down yeah. time when he gets home." And then like, you know, you told our son like, "Hey, I know you really want to like just pounce on him right when he's here but give him a second um boy i left that job sometime in september and um we've unlearned all those rules in the house uh by the way i mean like i immediately now walked out of my office after seeing patients oh i'm sorry all morning and i just got bombarded with okay you need to order lunch right now we need to record the podcast wow. and then what are we doing i'm like oh Sorry, I have a wind down when I get I'm done. I'm sorry. Like I literally left. Like this is serious. Like I, I woke up this morning. I saw some uh, clients in in uh, you know my my home office here, and and you do your thing, and then you come out, and like literally that was the first I'm thing I sorry. got. Sorry, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Okay, it's all right. Just you know, I have like one hour like free time between like clients, well, and it was did. immediately scheduled for well, me. Well, but we already had to. We already talked about this. Is that we have you have to start giving yourself. Yeah. some time during the day i did right now i'm supposed to have one hour <laughs> do you not want to record right now Let, no we let's, have to no no no, no okay no. no i know listen i know my wife and i know what makes like she's a doer right and this is like silly because we have these same conversations i just had this conversation with a a client of mine about how you know he's a new dad and of course you know he's transitioning from what it was like to be pre-dad to having a child and some of those responsibilities and he's the same way where he's like well you know when she asked me to take the diaper genie out i'm just like give me a minute you know well but but to be fair last yes. night i said hey let's plan out tomorrow because today's kind of hectic yeah. we both work our son has band practice after school so i'm like tell you i gotta tell you honestly last night and it's probably uh this is this is my problem i was higher than a giraffe's pair of nut sacks last oh. night so, so last night I said, we need to plan out tomorrow. And he said, well, I, I'm I no I, recollection of this. Yeah. At all. He Nothing. said, we can record after my 10 o'clock pay or a client. And I said, cool. So I got up this morning, took our son to school, came back, went back to sleep for a while because I was tired and set my alarm so that I could get up and we could record. And I got up and then I heard him talking to a client. I said, okay, so he has a patient at 11. I'm trying, I'm just, we're just, we're That's just right. trying to navigate all this. That's okay. Right. It's just, it's just very funny, man. Just, you know, it's a, uh, you have to like AJ's a dude. I mean, are you going to be up my butt during this podcast? Cause you're mad at me. See, that's, I don't think I'm up your ass. The no, no, no. I'm asking you, you if you're going to be. I, you think I consciously turn that on. That's the weird part to me that you think I consciously 
for some reason on certain days choose I'm gonna fuck with you know my wife today like I'm gonna be up her ass I'm gonna fucking nitpick stuff okay I wasn't getting that serious so no 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 but like what I'm saying is like I really it's so unconscious to me and like because AJ will say that we'll like get done with a podcast or we'll just get done with an afternoon she's like you've been kind of up my butt that's like her way of I don't know is that like a a nice way of saying I'm I'm, I'm irritable Um, no well but when you're irritable you take it out on me you just get real nitpicky about me no one else I'm sorry I, know. You know, I, I can start taking out on our son, but you know, no, don't do that. He's a teenager. I don't have any friends around here. It's yeah. kind of hard to make them in the COVID years. So you know, well, you're not going to make friends by uh, being irritating. Well, I want to fucking uh, get 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 on your bad side, so I might you're as well irritate on my someone bad else. Side. But, you know, like, I mean, you would, but like, you think, like, I feel like. No, you, I don't feel that, that way. Like, you feel like I consciously know when I'm doing it. No, and I don't. I don't feel that way. I just let you know when yeah. you've had a day where you're like being overly critical of yeah. everything I do. So that's I feel, that's like, it. yeah, but I feel like when you bring it up to me that it's supposed to be like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's such a subconscious thing with me. Okay. You know? That's fine. I don't know. That's just me. See, it's what I do all day. So it's, see, you can't shut me down in this conversation. Now, like, she wants to move on so bad. But, like, this is what I do for a living. I know. So we can talk about it all day long. She doesn't want to talk about no, it. No, of course I don't. What do you want to talk about? I don't though? know. Yeah, she doesn't fucking know. She knew we had to record right now. No clue what we're going to talk well, about. Well, again, to be fair, you usually say, I've got it. I've got, you get, you get, you usually have the whole it. podcast. And, and when you I, usually complain that I always got it. Yes. So here, I, I, I'm lofting it back but, over to you. But when I have something to talk about, like, you act completely okay. uninterested. So right. I usually don't bring anything up. Well, what is that thing? Talk about something. What do you got? What do you want to talk uh, about? What do I want to talk about? about? Um, I don't know. You want to talk about Bob Saget sticking uh, Jeff Ross with a $250 oh, parking bill? my God. That was the sweetest thing I've seen all day. There's a video <laughs> of Bob Ross and John Mayer. It's always so funny when a celebrity dies to find out who they were friends with. Who they're like close friends with. Because yeah. you just, you know, it's usually people from all walks of life and you're like, oh, wow, shit. Like, I had no idea. You know, Bob Saget dated Katie Couric like once. Yeah, I had heard, you know. Um, and I guess like he didn't really like her. And, and you know, obviously uh, we're talking about the death of Bob Saget for folks who don't know right and should always i, I always, hope you know by now you see i'm you, really sorry yeah. if we gotta break that break that for and you and like the problem is too you gotta remember right now aj that you literally know about news five minutes before it's news hang on though this happened five days ago but i'm this telling not you you news are anymore. you are way overestimating now that i like connect with a lot of people right like i just connect with a lot of Random people who are my clients, and they're all over, and they're all different walks of life. And you'd be surprised at people's intake of okay. like information. But after five days, yes, everybody knows yeah. Bob Saget's dead. Well, no, so I hang on, like let's, we should let's just say it. Hey, Bob Saget's dead. So yeah. Bob, uh, Jeff Ross, and John Mayer went to LAX to pick up his Prius, which obviously was left there when he flew out. Well, yeah. So I mean, again, just informing folks for people who don't know everything, right? So Bob Saget passed away. Now he passed away in a hotel in Orlando. This was like a Ritz or something. He had done a show and, you know, you could go to the hotel afterwards. So you have to think, um, you know, performers, just like all of us, they drive to work. So for him, he had to drive to the airport. Uh, he drove himself, didn't take a, a car service, it sounds like. And he parks his his, his uh, car and he goes, all right, well, I'm going to go do this, you know, a couple dates and I'll be back and I'll pick up my car. Now, unfortunately, he dies in the sleep of a heart attack. You die on this trip. And I guess one of the most mundane things that I would have never thought about right now is 
Who's going to get his car from the airport? Oh, shit. His car is at the yeah. parking lot. I would have never thought about that. I don't know. Was he married? Yes. He had okay. just got And she was oh, young. Well, she was younger. Course. She was way oh, younger than him. Of course. I know. Which is probably not something she wants to deal with right now. Go like, pick up I'm his sure car. people are offering to do things for her it's right just, now. I mean, talk about the farthest thing that I. And, and God bless Jeff Ross and John Mayer for, you know, having the wherewithal to do it. I but. guess they said, uh, I, I don't know if it's posted their Instagram. I saw it on TMZ this morning, but uh, Jeff. Jeff Ross bitched a little bit about the company, the parking company, because he's like, yeah. well, you know, we told him that our friend died and, and they wouldn't give us a no, discount. A he said it was no. it was not cheap. It was $250. They, they hear that 24 times an hour. Right, so Some, someone comes died. up, they're like, you know what? Turns out my grandma's dead. This is her car. Can I get through for free? No. You know, unfortunately. But <laughs> that's, like, just going to show your celebrity doesn't always work no, everywhere. Doesn't. Jeff Ross and John Mayer ask you for a discount. That's said, hilarious. Nope. I mean, nope. that is... That well, Bob Saget. That is pretty shitty. You're showing up to get like your dead friend's car and they're like by the way you owe us money for it and you're right? like that guy's dead that guy died man I, I also love it that Bob Saget drove a Prius well, that yeah. makes me happy environmentalist yeah <laughs> look comics know and, and Bob Saget at his heart was a stand up comic right um, comics always know that eventually uh, there will be no more money. So trust me, yeah. uh, like they they get very this new genre, like super comedians, these Kevin Hart's and shit. This is all new stuff. Most comedians are so grounded; they're so afraid that like it's all going to go away the next day. I have no doubt they're like, I'm going to get a Prius. <laughs> like you, could, you you could have a fucking Lamborghini, Bob. You have you have full house money coming in. He's like. That Prius, though. but that Prius, you know how that's like, you know, save I, a lot on gas. I get fifty miles to the gallon on the Prius. He seems tall for a Prius too. I met, I didn't meet Bob Saget, but I was in um the same room, Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival, twenty thirteen, which was my first Bonnaroo, um, a very hailed Bonnaroo year, right? And I was there in the media uh, tent, and this is where you go back when I worked in the media, and you'd get a media pass, and 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 besides getting access to the festival, you get to go to this little media area where they stage press conferences, and all they day. interview basically whoever's there that day. So yeah. they they inter you know they'll interview Imagine Dragons, and then yeah. they'll interview Bob Saget, who's going to be in the comedy tent, and yes. and it's really cool because you are in the same tent with these people. Well, and I have a great picture of it too, and I'll I'll, I'll have to dig it up, but he was on a panel because again they don't do it like just one at a time. Yeah. Usually they bring out. Like like four or five performers from that day, and we asked some questions. And it was like Saget, uh, the dude from Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, the guy, whoever Edward Sharp is, <laughs> even though that's not his real name, uh, he was in it. I want to say Ed Helms. Okay. And like a someone from like Monsters and Men. It was the most hodgepodge so random. people on the stage. And. I remember Saget was just, when he walked in, I was like, oh, that's fucking Bob Saget. Like, I mean, again, yeah. it's just full house memories of being a child yeah. with Danny Tanner. You're like, holy shit. And, of course, the great juxtaposition that was Bob Saget that folks didn't know is that he's the filthiest, dirtiest, vilest comedian known to man. And he says the most ridiculous things. And to see him get on that stage and just fucking, I mean, it's a press conference. Yeah. And he's destroying at a press conference. <laughs> like, he's not even, like, like doing an act, but he's just doing a shtick about this and that. And I just saw a two-headed lesbian do this, and you're just, like, fucking dying. Did you see uh, Jody Sweeten said she'll tell an inappropriate joke at his funeral? Cause that's to. Yeah, because that's what he would have wanted. I wonder, I always wonder if he, like, has always been a dirty comic or if he went that way after being Danny Tanner. No, he always he was. Because I just remember watching America's Funniest Home Videos as a kid, and my mom would bitch about Bob Saget to no end, how she... 
She didn't get it. She's like, he's not funny. He's the jokes corny. aren't funny. Yeah. He's so corny. And I was like, well, mom, I don't think he's writing these jokes. Not I think his material. No, yeah. I'm like, I think he's just hosting the show, but I'll just never forget that. She bitched nonstop about him. And then it came out like when I was an adult that he is a filthy yeah. comedian. Uh, hashtag the aristocrats. That, uh, I mean, check I mean, that one out that, if you haven't. <laughs> that was the big turn when like everyone figured out that after, you know, the full house thing had died down and like after America's Funniest Home Videos had, had died down, there was then this time when he became reintroduced as a headlining comic and people would be like oh i'm gonna go see bob saget because of because he's gross yeah or Or, no because he's because he's wholesome yes and then they'd show up and not realize that he is just the but but it's gross he's (laughs) gross and and it was great but yeah he was when i saw him at bonnaroo he towered over everyone else so he's a tall guy so i'm shocked that he had a prius well i'm six feet tall and i've got a prius that is true but he was taller than that i mean he was was, was uh no he was way taller than that yeah that's funny though with uh he's uh sticking that's uh so so his last fuck you to jeff ross and john mayer is he's sticking them with a 200 dollars parking <laughs> 250 250 bucks that's like it's probably like what four or five days man. it's not like that's not a long time in a parking no park, no especially at a uh at an airport yeah it sucks uh, that's uh funny when 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 you stick someone something in uh death you know because like there's nothing <laughs> well, you can it, do jeff ross said he said he was gonna he asked for a receipt because he said i'm gonna keep the receipt in my wallet because he's like i've got my grandfather's union card in my wallet <laughs> that's so, what he's keeping yeah that's saget. what he's keeping he's keeping the receipt <laughs> what's this the receipt for me paying for saget's car after that son of a bitch died and left it I at mean, lax it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a great keepsake that's hilarious it really is that's kind of like um my godfather my godfather passed away it was, it was pre-pandemic i don't know 2017 something before my mom wasn't it yeah so it was like 2016 2017 somewhere around there but uh my godfather passed away and he was buried uh very much like uh the uh bachelor of a man he was he was buried in a blackhawks Black jersey. jersey so yeah. he had a blackhawks jersey on didn't he have a fishing pole in there and then he had in his hand he had um his his fishing hat right okay which is like a it was this knit hat yeah. i mean obviously from chicago you gotta imagine the guy does a decent amount of cold weather yeah. fishing ice fishing and shit so he had like a fishing hat in one hand and then in the casket alongside of him was a fishing pole right and so you're looking, and you're like, oh, it's very sweet, right? Like, this is who the man yeah. was, Blackhawks and fishing and shit. And while we're at the wake, one of his buddies comes over. And he looks at it, and he turns to his other buddy, and he goes, that's my fishing pole in there. <laughs> and his, his buddy looks at him, and he goes, I think it's his now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's for, for eternity. That's it. You're not getting it back. So what I'm Did thinking. Did he like, he probably borrowed it, so, never gave it back. And then, you know, your family didn't know that. They're exactly. Like, they're so, like, oh, we should bury him with his favorite fishing pole. So what I'm thinking is, is that exact scenario, you know, one, one weekend he goes, hey, Bob, let me get that, uh, you know, whatever the fuck pole you got. I want to try it out. Yeah, sure. Maybe he just fucking dies that weekend. I don't know. Maybe it's just like Saget, <laughs> just dies that weekend. And then, yes, my poor godmother, his sister rolls into town and she's like oh I, I i mean he was a fisherman i guess we'll put this looks like the last one he used fuck it we'll put that in there <laughs> i only i i only can hope that the jersey was borrowed too that would have been yeah. funny like one of his buddies like that's my fucking that's my blackhawks jersey dude it's a stanley cup 2010 one Come i paid 200 dollars for that <laughs> buried with all other people's shit yeah i am curious to see how i i was just reading an article about um it was super random just about the 
um, the real, like the lifelike embalming they're doing. And it's becoming more common now where people want to be in like, if they like to play video games, they want to be involved sitting in a chair playing video games. If, action shots. Action this shots. Is, this is a generation of men raised on action figures yeah. that, you know, they uh, they uh, want to be able to be posed in death. And then you you think about it, and you, you can actually, like, people take pictures with them. They're, like, there was one, like, grandma who was involved playing cards, and people could go. sit next to her and take a picture. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if, like, they went that route with Saget, and he was, like, uh, you know... If he was like standing up doing like a comedy show, but Stand he, up. he's really tall. I feel like that'd be really that's hard. Like, uh, that's like the uh, literal song by uh, Joe Diffie, uh, you know, prop me up next to the jukebox when I die. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> just prop me up next to it and fucking put a beer in my hand. So funny. You know? Yeah. AJ just hit me with that the other day. She's talking all about death. I don't know why she was at talking about how we needed to. Uh, We've been talking about writing wills for like eight years yeah, now. Yeah, but you were like getting really specific on you're like, hey, just so you know, I want to, you know, you're going to give me a Catholic mass, right? And well, I was like, yeah, I'll give you a Catholic the mass. The joke we have want. between us is that I wasn't Catholic growing up. My yeah. family was Episcopalian, but I like we we still weren't. We just kind of were not. You were you're just kind of like church hoppers. Yeah, we just, and, yeah. yeah we're, um, but... I, and, and, and I was raised super Catholic, super Catholic, so Catholic. I didn't know there were other religions besides Catholicism till age 12. So I converted to Catholicism and um, then Pat decided he didn't believe in anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's, oh, that's how strong Catholic guilt is. That took me till I was 35 to figure out that <laughs> I didn't believe it. Out. <laughs> I mean, I knew when I was like 10 that I didn't believe in it, but it took me 25 years because I was so fucking afraid Sister Jermaine was going to come smack me around or something. I kept telling him, I'm like, I understand that you don't have any beliefs anymore, but yeah. I do truly. I am. I'm Catholic. I'm a Christian. I'm You're Catholic. In. You're in. I'm in. I've been in since I was a kid. I'm not as hardcore as I was when I was younger, but I'm like, I listen, that's what I subscribe to. Yeah. And that's fine. But just because you don't, that doesn't mean you get to make that decision no, for would, me. Yeah, no, if I, I die before you, I just want to make sure because sure. you are. Well, and understandably, mm-hmm. your mom's funeral. Obviously, she was Catholic. She went yeah. to the same I church. Threw, for, I, I threw her her Catholic yeah, shindig. Yeah, you bitched every second of the way about it. But, well, yeah, but, but I got but, fucking nickel and dime the whole well, goddamn yeah, way. To be fair, um, the church was kind of shitty and, about and, it. And, and I'll and get we've... fucking nickel and dime with you, okay? <laughs> like, that's just, if you haven't figured out that organized religion, specifically the Catholic church. Is about money, I know. Isn't a fucking big money laundering scheme. I mean, it's what it is. I literally, my family. I couldn't believe my we had family. to pay for that. I can't, I never knew in fuck? a million you think years. something's free? Get the fuck out of here, It should man. be. It's a funeral mass. Yeah, yeah and, and so should health care, okay? So. <laughs> And 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 guess what? If my dog had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. But you know, they're all fucking fictitious things. No, I was just yeah, because I was you know, it was uh, I was fucking throwing money. You have to pay for everything. Well, and, uh, and the thing that was most irritating about your mom's funeral is that I filled out all this paperwork about what we wanted her mass to be like. Like yeah. they give you the paperwork like two days ahead of time about reading about re- the gospel. Which, yeah, which you readings know, do you want? Which songs do you some want? Some people hymns. really have like personal yeah. favorites, or there's ones that tie into their family, or you just leave it up to them and they give you something about the Book of Job. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. So the I Book th- of Job says, even though life sucks. Jesus loves you. I filled out all this paperwork, gave it to the church, and um, they really didn't follow any of it. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to give a reading. They skipped right over me. Yeah. Um, there were, I think, two songs that were supposed to be sung that 100% weren't. 
And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is her, this so is it. If this I, is all she gets. And you messed it up. I wrote it down. So if I and really, if I really go down my laundry list of uh, complaints, it starts with, okay, fuck it up my mom's funeral. Yeah. Right? You, you know, you didn't get the readings right. You didn't do the right song. And we paid you for it and you messed of it up. Of course. You got to fucking pay it. You got to pay the organist. You got to pay the fucking church. You got to pay the funeral blah, home. Blah, you blah. got to pay the deacon. You got to pay the limo driver. You got to pay the flower person. You got to pay the cemetery. You got to well, pay the guys at the cemetery okay. to put the thing in the Hang ground. On. I'm not having an argument about the funeral industry. I'm just I'm saying the church stuff blew but, my mind that we had to pay for that. But you know what's what's interesting about that is so you have that 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 issue, and then of course let's not forget when the Catholic Church, uh, the diocese in Milwaukee, literally made AJ cry because they refused to baptize our son because we weren't married. Yeah, because you know of all the morality issues in the Catholic Church. <laughs> Unwed children is obviously at the top. You can't allow them into heaven. We went, little bastards. You're we, supposed to damn them to hell. We went to the baptism class for our son. Yeah, because um, everything with the Catholic Church involves at least one fucking class. You got to go to a class. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we went to a baptism class, and they literally pulled Pat and I into a separate room they and did. shamed us for not being married. And and, and they were like, "Well, we're going to have to talk about this. We're going to." They're have like, to. "You're getting married, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, Jesus, God, I just baptized my child." please it was ridiculous we left and we went to your aunt and uncle's house who now despise us and your aunt literally like kidnapped me and drove me somewhere to like this lakefront park and just told me all about how i had to be nice to you you know (laughs) because i remember like we went there because you were really upset like you were upset yeah you were like you're like i'm trying to baptize my child in this religion and i'm choosing catholicism because that's what his father's into and i'm choosing this church because we go here and and like the the priest at the church is like no sorry and then meanwhile there's like a married couple that has all the problems in the world he cheats on her and but no that's fine that's That's fine fine because they you know they're married under god's eyes you're married and then and then to top it off when it came time for the baptism yeah. My entire fucking family was at this church in downtown Milwaukee. Holy shit, I forgot about uh-huh. this part. We, uh, we, were, we were there on a Saturday afternoon. That's we right, because we had to go plead our case, and then the fucking old man priest is like, fine, I'll do it. I hate that guy. I hate that guy with a yeah. passion. He's, he's probably dead. Good. He was um, a terrible person. He was 15 years ago. He was a mean, awful priest. So, but, so yeah, we all, everybody shows up. Godparents, my yeah, parents. Say it, your say mom it. was there. My mom, yeah. Um... No priest. They yeah. forgot about it. Yeah, dude forgot. And then like, like we're just fucking hanging out at a church all by ourselves yeah. and like finally someone's like, Can I help you? This is also like a massive, massive church. It was it's uh, one what's of those Jezu. Jezu in Milwaukee. Huge. Yeah. So like I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to go to find somebody to figure out when this thing starts. Like I don't I, I'm afraid to like wander. It's like a labyrinth, I'll get lost. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, luckily somebody just walked by. I was like, hey, Supposed to be a baptism today. My, of course, you know, by the time they actually got to it, the kid was crying the entire time. So, you know, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was pretty yeah. pissed about that. Yeah, I, I, I forgot then that, that he forgot about it. And yeah, and that's what sucks is we, ha- it was that terrible, awful, mean priest who shamed us for not being yeah. married, who forgot about ben it. forgets about and it. And then like, he like walked upstairs, like, like in like jeans and a, and a shirt, like, oh, oh, okay, I guess we, and then he puts on the robe and I'm yeah. like, wow, thanks for giving a shit, pal. Thanks for caring. Like unfreaking believable. Zipping up those pants coming out of the uh, oh altar boy room. Yeah. Patrick. I'm allowed. I'm yeah. allowed. Thank you. I'll give I'll give that one to you. 
You still, so, so after all that, you're still in, huh? Look at that. She's still in. She's like, well. But I will say my conversion to Catholicism was a great process. And yeah. I really liked that church and those people. It, listen, it comes down to. That was to, in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Yeah. Right? It comes down to this. Humans ruin everything. We already know this. People yeah. ruin everything. We do. Okay? And people also ruin religion. People can, I mean, right now I could hear most folks saying, well, that's, you know, man, man's fallacies versus, uh, you know, God's law. Absolutely. Right? And the church that I um, took my uh, RCIA classes at in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, they were awesome. St. Peter's. Loved them. Loved the experience. Really connected with my religion. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm not, you know, I don't look at those two other experiences and judge the whole thing i just think they were badly run churches by people who didn't give a shit yeah so so you still want the whole thing which church which church you want probably jesu that's the only Jesu. Cat- holy yeah. shit i have to transport you all the way back to milwaukee well, how much that's gonna cost that's added expense. sorry i need to budget for this now <laughs> oh my god you know how much this is why we need wills you know how much it costs just to get my mom from michigan to chicago how much was it Fuck, too much it was a thousand dollars i, I could have put her on a greyhound for less i i well <laughs> That's what we asked for. Like, can we drive can her? Because it'll be cheaper. You know, slap her on the top of the I fucking mean, SUV and she's, go. She's embalmed. Like, put her on ice. Let's go. Right. Thank you. It's like all that's done at the funeral. There are laws about that, though, because I've seen that. I've seen those vi- those videos and pictures on social media of people, like, transporting caskets on, like, yeah. trailers behind their car. I know there's some rule about it, but I think you also, like, there are some... You there's know, a, you, can, listen, you can do that, I'm pretty a, sure. There's a politician right now in Mississippi running on the Republican ticket to abolish those regulations right now. <laughs> That's his whole thing. Abolish funeral regulations. What else did I... Oh, you that, should have the freedom to do with grandma whatever you want to do. I was reading an article the other day about scams and just scams all over the world, scams all over our country that yeah. are still happening and people are like, this. it's ridiculous. What are big ones? Um, One of the big ones was like taxes, like how we eh, have to do know, them yeah. and then we get fined if we do them wrong. We know that. One of the other scams they said listen they're like funeral homes you don't have to buy their casket because they're like they upcharge them like a bajillion dollars they said you are free by law to provide your own casket which by the way costco sells caskets guys and they sell them a lot cheaper and that was one of the scams they're like don't let them push you into that it's it's just you're psychologically not in a state but you know you forget that within once you get outside of the um you know traditional duties of a funeral home which is like the embalming and preparing of a body and all that shit. obviously you need to let them do that that sure, that's their stuff. But the the caskets and all that other nonsense, that's retail. Yeah. That's that's the same as like going to Target and like yeah. you you buy something for X amount of dollars from, from the manufacturer, you sell it for X amount of dollars more that makes sure you can pay for your labor and the cost and the this and then make money. So yeah, you're getting fucked on caskets. That's why I loved uh six feet under because it showed a family that really was like into the business of helping people, side. but it also showed the business side and it, like the casket wall episode. Money. It's like, yeah, you got to make money. But, you know, when grandma dies, the last thing you're thinking is, oh, man, I got to go to Costco and get her a casket. Like, you're not, you feel disrespectful doing that. I hereby, this is my verbal, all right, this is my verbal for you. Your verbal will? I hereby say, fuck all that, all right? Don't don't spend any money with any kind of funeral people. Uh, You know, just fucking burn me, throw me in a fire. Uh, like Darth, toss you on the grill, Darth Darth <laughs> Vader style, just you know, and then uh, like Willie, roll me up and smoke me. After. <laughs> I Done. I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> Not according to that politician who's running in Mississippi to abolish all the funeral regulations. <laughs> this is my second job. I'm so happy to be here. I used to be a model, and um, I quit because I got tired of being hungry all the time. You know. 
So I gave up on that They said, you know, um, they're always talking about models, like uh, Naomi Campbell threw a phone at somebody and they were like, oh, she's, she's so angry. I'm like, no, that is hungry. She's hungry. She spit on a cop at Heathrow Airport. She wasn't spitting, she was throwing up. She just didn't have anything in her stomach. <laughs> Got to start with a, with a few things. One, I was hangry when we started <laughs> recording. I mean, you got to understand, like, I literally thought I was going to be able to, like, get out of my, you know, my client that I had. And I'm like, oh, as soon as I get out of here, I get to eat. And, like, immediately as soon as I got out, AJ, of course, had alternate plans. That he had set the night before but forgotten oh, about thank because you. he thank had you smoked Thank you for the BS. Fuck you. Yes, I know. <laughs> fuck me. It's my, my fault, right? But anyway, <sighs> I ate them fine. He's better. Uh, but there's other things we have to take care of first before we go anywhere with, with anything. What do we got to do here? One, this room stinks. It smells like <laughs> ass. And I'm literally about to rip a bong hit in here. So it smells I'd better? Because I'd rather it smell like weed. It's my shoes. Oh, you stink. What the fuck happened? I went on a hike and I, I my shoes smell, okay? I'm sorry. It was quite hot today. It was like 74. All right? And uh-huh. it, we, we were in the like the sun and it was Jesus, hot. Jesus, man. I'm sorry. Let me blow that all over there. All over there, right by your little work area. I walked in here and I'm like, who took a I'm like, who took a dump? I'm like, it is. I legitimately thought I'm like, oh, that's it. The dog got back here and took a dump. Oh and, no, that's me. Jeez. That's not dog shit. That's, that's me. me. <laughs> Those are from my dogs. Get that's, it? They're barking. <laughs> oh fuck. I washed them. Shoes are in the your shoes Don't you, are in the you, washing um, machine. You don't wear socks when you do that, right? Do you um, just uh, wear the shoes? My feet get really sweaty, so socks just make it worse. I didn't ask for excuses. I asked for, <laughs> do you wear socks? No, I do not, oh, because they why. just make the situation oh, worse. Speak for yourself. Like, I don't need, I mean, if anybody can recommend, like, you know, socks for, like, physical activity that, like, absorb the sweat. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I have yet to find a pair of socks that, you know, after a certain amount of time, don't make your feet Stink in your shoes. So I, I don't know what the answer is. All right. Well, there. We got a few bong rips out so this room doesn't smell like... Now it smells like weed. It's better than whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> I don't even know what that was oh, all about. No, those and shoes like, were brutal. I kind of want to toss them. <laughs> and, like, listen, you're talking to a dude who knows how to deal with some funky feet. I've had funky feet. I, from a childhood, had funky feet. And I had to figure that out and then realize how to navigate that as I grew up in my adult life. And, like, it is tough. I get so, it. So... Uh, there is something I use that I legit just forgot to put on today. It's called Carpe, and it is um, based. It's like a deodorant lotion for your tootsies. It's a foot funk. It's a foot funk. Doctor Foot Funk. It, well, it's for the foot funk. That's what it should be, Doctor Foot Funk. And I, I literally just forgot to put it on, and 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 now you are seeing the effects of it. Holy smokes! <laughs> it was yeah. a hot. Listen, it was a hot hike in the desert. Okay, that's all right. It's, it's just in a very contained area. Like, I know. It's not like you know, like when I in the summer. Notice and- I have the window open in here. <laughs> You know, in the summer when I let it go and I'll, I'll get all funky as a hippie and like not shower for a couple of days, like you have to basically generally be in my area yeah. to figure it out. This, the problem was I walked into the room and I'm on the other side of the room and I'm like, whoa. And then she turns around like, do you want to record in this room now? Yeah, I want to spend an extended amount of time with you. <laughs> all right. Now that, that, that that's, that's out of the out way. Of the way. 
Hey, so uh, uh, we all know the song Georgia, right? Georgia, Georgia on my mind. Yes. Everyone's written a lot of parody songs about COVID. How come no one's written one that goes COVID? Oh, COVID. You're on my mind. In case you're wondering what it's like when Pat's high, he comes up with random just, shit like this. Isn't that because <laughs> I just heard like a like a Billie Jean COVID parody? It's like... She told me she had COVID-19. Because I think we're all really, really sick of COVID. And like parody songs aren't funny anymore. We're all just exhausted. I'm just hearing Georgia on my mind by Ray Charles. But I'm just imagining Jamie Foxx doing it to like COVID. What is the song that um, you're going to make fun of me? Or not. Maybe you'll be proud of me. What's the song that CM Punk walks out to when he wrestles? Uh, It's Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality. That's an old 90s. Man, is it an 80s or 90s song? I think it's, it's early 90s. Or maybe late 80s. So last night I was making dinner and he was wrestling. And when the song came on, I, in my head, um, turned it into uh, the bare necessities. <laughs> it's personality, the cult of personality. Nality. And that's as far as I got. That's but hilarious. That sounded funny that you made up a song today, too. Shit, 1988. Fuck. Oh, I hold that song. It's by uh, Living Color. That, that, was be... in my, that was in my head for a solid yeah. 12 hours. Living Color, not to be confused with at the time, the TV show. In Living Color. In Living Color. And Living Color, the even weirder part about that was was that Living Color was a all-black rock group. Yeah. Which in 1988, I mean... Big deal. That, I mean, even today, let's be honest, you, you think about the hard rock genre, I can't really think of a lot of bands of color. No. Like, there's a couple, but I mean, there are not a lot. Uh, so in 1988, I remember there was kind of like, there was this big song, it was called The Personality, cool song, and then you'd see the video, and it was like all black dudes. You're like, holy shit, man, this is awesome. Look at this guy. And, uh, Look how far we've come. I know, right? But I remember there was some kind of lawsuit or some shit, and it was all about living color or in living color, because they were both exact same time, like, blowing it man, up. Man, I but feel old. We've 1988, had, yeah. We've had two in incidents in the last 10 years old shit. two incidents in the last two days um yeah. where we have both basically been called old by others <laughs> um, i proceeded to tell mine to pat and then he said i got one for you yeah. and we'll share them right now because they're yours? hilarious um yesterday i was washing dishes and our, our dishwasher broke the yeah. people who installed it messed up the wiring the wiring melted and now it doesn't work and we're not paying for it so right now we're washing dishes so i'm doing that and our son yells from the other room he goes mom why don't you guys just pay somebody to fix a dishwasher? And I said, it's out of principle. Yeah. This thing's less than eight months old. Somebody else is going to pay for this. And then, of course, I felt the need, don't ask me why, to describe to him how growing up we didn't have a dishwasher yeah. and that every night me and my sister, who is his aunt, yeah. um, our chores were one, one washes and one dries. And um, my sister was really slick about it because she would go sit in the bathroom and like pretend she was having issues, like, oh, like pooping issues. Yeah. She'd sit in there long enough so that like the dishes were all done and dried. She didn't have to do anything. Nice. Um, and, Smart. And, and our son from the other room yelled, man, old people's stories are so boring. Uh, <laughs> telling I, stories about fucking washing dishes. I mean, I, that is kind of boring. I'm 39. Not exactly riveting, riveting material. You're not telling about something cool. 
And what's it? You know what? Remember sucks? when your aunt Jody used to take an extra long dump she, just so she didn't have to uh, drive it? She got away with it. She had IBS. My parents were like, "She's leave her alone." IBS. I'm like, she is getting out of doing the dishes for the eight millionth time. Um, but then Pat laughed because he had an experience as well. Yeah, no, it's uh, but 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 hold on. See, the problem with him and and the uh, dishwasher stuff, and you too. It's not that you're necessarily there were dishwashers around when we were that age. Just yeah. you had to be super bougie to. Have have them. Yeah, no, I absolutely did not have one. And that's now, what I thought about. I'm like, it's not that they weren't around. It's that we didn't have enough money to have one. And <laughs> like now they they really I remember that when I left my house that all of a sudden like in in, in apartments. Uh, well, that's the first time I had a yeah. dishwasher is when I moved in with my college roommate. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the things I was so jazzed about was the dishwasher. dishwasher. Until you realize it doesn't really wash the dishes. It was a real well, yeah, it was an apartment dishwasher. Yeah, and, and so like, it was a P, it was a total POS. And, and especially for someone like you who really likes things clean, like not well, kind of clean, like I could see that bothering I mean, the if a dishwasher doesn't wash your dishes, then you might as well do it yourself. And, um, oh, shit. Didn't you and your mom once like dump fucking Dawn in like a dishwasher? Oh, yeah, yeah. When did you guys did. do that? That was in lacrosse, That was wasn't in lacrosse, yeah. <laughs> we, still, were, we were still mystified by I, dishwashers I, in 2007. I feel like everybody has done that at least once. And like now, yeah. not so much because people yeah. post about it. Usually when they're 19 and they're uh, like freshmen uh, in college, all that's right. when they do hey, it. Hey, you know what? I was 25, 26. All right. I wasn't that old. Was that you or your mom? Like, like, like whose harebrained that was, idea? That was both of ours. Was that but what? Just all right. Fuck it. Well, we're... I think she suggested it and I did it, but she... We didn't have a dishwasher growing up, so she didn't know, and neither did I. <laughs> it's a fucking blind leading the blind on dishwashers. So what? Uh, who called you old? <laughs> um, I had, and hold on, I'm still talking about dishes, man. You got me thinking about dishes. Well, hang on, but hold that's on, the... hold on, mine. We'll, we'll get to we got the plugs. Okay, up. we're fucking nine minutes in. Okay, down, all man. right. She's in a rush. She's on like radio time. She still works in radio where it's like everything is timed out. Well, yeah, fast. in my head, I'm like, we have to stay Not on topic. Me. Fuck and I that, know. Wander. Let your dick hang a little bit, man. I know. Fucking sit back, jam out with your clam out, sister. <laughs> so um, this is a true story. Uh, AJ and her sister, right? So they they fought about who would wash and who would dry dishes. Now it's very different when you're an only child because guess what the conversation was then? Go wash the dishes. Yeah. And I shit you not. The first time me and my mom ever got into that big of a blowout fight. Let me guess. It was over me washing the dishes. Of course it was. And it was, we had just, we had moved out because we had lived for a real long time in my grandparents' home. And we had moved into our own house. So it was like a new environment, right? Like it's just me and her. And there's, you know. Yeah, you guys had a really weird relationship in that. Like you said, you know, you lived with your grandparents. Yeah for a good portion of your childhood. And you said that like your grandparents, your mom wasn't really mentally stable enough to be a parent. I mean, so I, your yeah, grandparents, I realize, yeah. now in hindsight, you realize your grandparents were parenting your yeah. mom and you. And, yeah. and so when you guys moved out on your own, you didn't really have any semblance of normalcy as far as a mother son relationship. Yeah. Like, like looking back on it, I was just like, all right, I grew up in grandma and grandpa's house and mom lived upstairs. And you know, like now learning about it and going through therapy and everything, I realized, 
oh, my mom wasn't really mentally well enough to take care of me. And the best my grandparents could probably do was to get both of us in the house to where they could keep an eye on her and keep her stable. And then, of course, look out after me, the young grandchild. So here's right? my question for Go you, ahead. because you used to use this as an excuse. And we, we talked about this today because <laughs> yes. I, I clean the house. Yeah. Um, I love not having carpet, but man, do hardwood floors. I mean, they're not even hardwood. They're what's it called? Laminate? Uh, laminate. Yeah, like, like that step below. Yeah, you just get like... There's like one day where you finally like take a step and not only are your feet dirty, but like stuff's crunching on your feet. You're like, yeah, I, got, I got a vacuum. Sucks. I got a mop. And that was today. And Pat and I looked at, he's like, do you need help? And I'm like, no, this is my role. I know that we've been married a long time. I just this felt is- bad because it was like the middle of the day and I'm sitting out back and it's kind of a nice day. It's like 70, 70 degrees. Yeah, but today you were doing work. You were doing notes I, and stuff. I was, I was doing case notes, but I looked inside and she is like fucking everything up and she's mopping and cleaning. Well, and cause I'm, like, I'm tired of having black feet when I walk around yeah, the yeah. house so i did that and we used to have like blowout arguments about cleaning because pat just fucking divorce pat, yeah pat, i mean well, like before we ever married <laughs> yeah i swear god legitimate like we don't know if this relationship's gonna work yeah. because we can't agree because on cleaning. i i wanted him to help me clean and he didn't want to help and that was where it started so here's my question then, yeah go ahead because i've fallen into my role i'm like listen i'll do it it's fine if i want something clean i'll do it myself did your grandmother do the dishes when you lived with her? Yeah, grandma did all this. Because this is yeah. what that was what Pat used to say when we used to fight about it way back years ago. I did have a terrible example set for me. Yeah, he'd say he said, Listen, my grandma did all the cleaning, all the laundry, all the chores, Everything. so I didn't learn how to do anything. And I'm like, that doesn't mean that your grandma is where's your grandma? Where is she? Is she gonna dead. live with she's dead. Dead at the moment. So help me out here. But then <laughs> it's also on the flip side, like where you and we've talked about this, you kind of were what we call parentified at a young age. I know. Because of your mom's disabilities and you said you started doing laundry at like what age oh gosh i think i was maybe third or fourth grade so how old is one in third or fourth? um i don't know eight like nine, nine ten nine? something like all that, right yeah. so like nine let's say yeah. nine years old right so it's also not fair to say just because no i know you were put into that role at nine of well what the fuck why isn't everyone doing laundry you shouldn't have had to have been in charge of doing oh, the laundry, I know. I know. right? Well, it was in the basement, and my mom got to a point where she couldn't go down the stairs very easily. Yeah, but the there was, but that's we can. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can. No, but, but yeah, we that's were what just I'm two, we, we had two separate. Um, we were on opposite ends. Yeah, you, you, you had somebody doing everything for you, and I was asked to do a lot of stuff like, because my mom couldn't. I was going to say not only that, but just our our roles in it. I was kind of the cherished. Um, only grand, you know, my, my grandparents, God bless them. They had three children, two didn't survive. They had my, my mom who was a twin and the twin died at birth because 1948, that's what happened. And then they had a son who drowned in the seventies, right? When he was a teenager. So my mom was their only surviving child and I was the only grandchild, the only grandchild. And she was already divorced. So let's just say, I'm pretty sure they figured out I was the only one. Yeah. It's also a time when divorce is not that common, right? So people feel bad, right? Oh, my goodness. Poor little Patrick. Nowadays, fuck, if your parents are together, you're like, it's weird. That's crazy, (laughs) right? But like back then, it was a big deal. Um, And on top of that, I kind of look at it as, you know, uh, really my grandparents having sympathy for me and protecting me from my mother, right? Knowing that she just wasn't in the right place to like kind of raise me. So because of that, I was like this, you know, cherished little dude. 
And you have just such the polar opposite where not only were you parentified because, yeah, your mom, you know, became handicapped when you were a child, but in the hierarchy of your house. Oh, I was not the favorite. You, you're, you're at the bottom. You're like, you know, you're the Meg of the family, yeah. right? Like, like, all right, ugh, whatever. So it, we, we came into our relationship just on two different ideals of yeah. what we bring just to two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, totally. Right. And, and I shit you and not. That did not, that did not mesh well in the beginning. Holy oh, fuck. No. But I mean, literally I had never washed dishes until I moved in with, until me and my mom got our own place. When you tell your mom to get bent the first time fuck. she asked you to do I was 12 years old. We had moved out of my grandparents' house. And again, grandma fucking cooked, cleaned, cleaned did everything. Dishes. Yeah. I'm even talking, got you. The dessert, you know, after you had had, oh my like, God. after we'd all sat down and we're watching whatever bullshit, you know, hey, everyone, night court's on, it's NBC. And then grandma, you know, within 20 minutes would be like, well, let's get dessert. Who wants a dish of ice cream? Who wants some sherbet? And like, yeah, she would just wander <laughs> off. See, and, my grandma did that too, yeah. but we didn't live with her. It was like a special thing when we visited her. No, that's was, just how. That was every night for you. That's how life was for me. And then the weird part was you would think any of that was like rubbed off as an example on anyone. No. Fuck no. We moved out and my mom was pretty much like. Well, you know, did you, your mom know how to do any of that stuff either? Because you not always well, she was a really bad cook and a very a terrible cook. She was yeah. a very messy person. Yeah, she wasn't. A, yeah, she, she didn't wasn't. Clean. See, she didn't clean. She didn't cook. She didn't do anything. She so, didn't cook. Well, so I mean, I she it cooked. A, it just wasn't very good. It wasn't good. good but, but I found find it funny that when they when you guys moved out, like she oh, pushed all this stuff on you that she, she really did. didn't know how to do either. And like she wrapped it into like uh, chores, you of know, course. and like basically I started doing the economics of it. And I was like, man, I'm like five dollars a week for all this work. <laughs> I'm like, I just I, I, I didn't think it was worth it because I had to vacuum and this is like two levels, right? So yeah. you had to haul this big fucking vacuum upstairs and yeah. down these stairs. And then I had to wash dishes every night. And because uh, we had, again. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, I, right? I had the same amount of stuff. But like I I jimmied my parents into $10 a week eventually. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm doing laundry. I am vacuuming. I am polishing the furniture. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing dishes. Yeah. Like, come on, you guys. Like, like let's up the ante a little bit. So, like, we got, um, boy, we got, uh, we got into it over the dishes, and I got so pissed off that, like, I, 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 she had a, uh, we had a stereo, and I was, like, 12 years old, and I went out there, and I banged my hands on the top of the stereo, and it had a plastic cover, and the cover cracked. Of course it did. And boom, my mom got on the horn in 911. I shit you not. Your mom called 911 because you broke the cover to a stereo? Oh, yeah. That was the first time. That was the first of many. But I shit you, I will always go back to that, that that's how much... Washing so dishes, dishes triggers you. That's how much washing dishes is just an odd thing in my life. Is that it? Literally, is the first interaction I ever had with police, and which is the dumbest interaction ever. Do you know what it's like to be scared out of your brains at twelve years old? Like, it's oh terrifying, my god, yeah. I'm gonna go to jail. And these police show up. It's over dishes. It's dishes, bro. Dude, They're we, like dishes. We, we egged a house when I was 13 and the cops showed up to my house and I threw up. I literally puked. Yeah. Like I opened the door and I knew why they were there and I ran to the bathroom and barfed while my parents talked to them. That's how <laughs> scary that shit is. So I can't imagine it be. I mean, did they tell your mom like you don't call 911 over this kind of stuff? 
Um, no, I, th- I mean, I, I don't remember much, but they would take the calls, you know, I mean, and, and I'm sure police probably do a lot of those, right? It's like yeah. minor parental, um, things like that, where maybe you can scare the kids straight, right? You come yeah. in once and you tell them, Hey, if I come back here, you're, you, you, you better do the dishes, young man. Unfortunately, I was not the normal young man. Yeah. My mom was not the normal young woman. So yeah, dishes to me, like that's how much of a fucking weird path they have. Regardless, we are going to Home Depot tomorrow we to are, talk yeah, to a manager that and out. i need you know what i need you <laughs> i'm gonna need you to ask for the manager because if i say I it you. i'm a karen yeah when the fuck did i become by the way and this is so true and i can't i i, I can't believe uh that you really kind of recognized it with this turn of events when did i become the calm one out of the two of us this one now has a hair trigger with with people in general when the fuck did I? Not true. Now, hang on. When did no. Clark become the dude? Hang I'm, on not, a second. I'm never the calm guy. Relax over there. <laughs> no, I, I know I have a hair trigger, but I have a hair trigger to myself. I don't explode on people in public yeah. or over the phone. I, I'm not a Karen. I don't do that. I think I've done it w- once, nope, twice in my entire life. And it was before the word Karen even came to be a thing. <laughs> I like uh, how you have to keep defending yourself. Well, I do. Against it. She's like, not in a Karen way. Um, I should, I, I guess I could read you the texts I sent with Home Depot because they want you to text them. They're like, hey, you know, I called. I called uh, their customer service line yeah. and they're like, hey, you know, if you don't want to wait on the phone, text us. And I said, oh, shit, you know, I'll, I, I, that, that's really convenient. So I texted them. They said, oh, sorry about your dishwasher. We'll send a tech out. They yeah, sent yeah. the tech out. The tech, of course, who was from Samsung said, not our fault, not our problem. And then he took a picture of the wiring. He said, whoever wired this was terrible at it. And the wires melted. And so then, then, then he's like, you need to contact Home Depot. I said, great, this will be fun. So I texted Home Depot. And I think the most smart-ass thing I texted after, I mean, this was like probably a solid 15 minutes of back and forths. Mm-hmm. I said, they're like, um, we're so sorry. And I said, no, you're not. Over text. I said, no, you're so, not. So what you're implying is that you're more animated to me. Yes, and absolutely. You you blow up on me, which, you know, obviously is what I want. In the no, world. I don't blow up she, on you. She, I blow up in front of you because I'm comfortable <laughs> with you. I get to feel the heat of the flame when you come home. Okay, which is good, I suppose. That's good. That's better than, uh, you Being know. Being a Karen. Being one of those folks I don't want to go viral. You know, flies it like everywhere, like at everyone. But it's, trust me, it was really, it was weird for me to go off in the text the way I did. And I, go I think, off in the text. well, I think what I, I really went all caps on them. <laughs> I, when they said, so basically Home Depot's policy is you have to yeah. call within two days with an uh, something wrong. Okay. Uh, otherwise, they're not responsible yeah. for it. I'm like, holy shit, it's been like eight months, but that's still. You just get, you let this shit get you so worked I know. Up. And my response was, are you kidding me? Well, you, you, you're like, you get, it, it's so, like, I've learned this much is like. AJ loves to almost do what I used to love to do, which is debate the existence of some rules and regulations. Yeah, absolutely. Which, don't get me wrong, you know, can can feel very self-satisfying in the moment when you're like, this policy is an affront to customer service. But it's such a non-point to argue with, like, an hourly employee with some corporation. Like, you just got to know who to turn the heat up on, Well, man. and that's what somebody on the next door app said. They're like, listen, Home Depot did the same thing to us. Yeah. They said you have to go in and talk to a person. They yeah. will They yeah. will take care of it, but you got to go in face-to-face. Don't turn it up over text. <laughs>
I went badass in the text box. I went all caps and mad emojis. I went motherfucking 810 on them. I said, do you know where I'm from? So now you have to tell your story. Now I can't. Because you know why? It naturally now flows from the, from the communication of text. Right here so, we are. So I'm old yeah, so obviously for washing old. dishes by hand as yes, a child. You're very old. And this then pack got called old so, as well. So, you know, talking about this fantastic way we deal with customer service now, right? You can text in. You don't got to wait in line. And you can apparently yell at people through text like well, AJ does. Give me a break. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I, I would like to think that I, I don't appear as though I go back to the Pony Express, <laughs> but um, I, I do have a client that I am old enough to be his father, uh, being that I have a 15 year old and I guess I could be a lot of my client's fathers. I mean, we did play Oregon Trail as kids, but yeah. still. Um, but I have a client who is 19 and we were uh, just discussing something and he uh, uh, decided to preface uh, a piece of information with saying, now, I don't know how you communicated back in your day. Oh! And, um, <laughs> back in your back day? In your day. How you communicated. <laughs> and, and he was talking about, like, texting someone. About, which, which we laughed about because laughed about. we I'm both like, had cell phones. I'm like, hey, asshole, I was the first generation. I was that. I had a Nokia, man, when but I, we texted. When I got my first text message on my phone, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And am I going to get charged five cents for receiving it? <laughs> right? I'll leave it before 8 p.m. But still, like, he looked at me like I legitimately still wrote letters. <laughs> To correspond with people. How did you not, like, I don't know. I just, like, your job is so, because as a not, therapist, well, is so professional that yeah. I just can't even imagine, like. Well, because, you know, it, it was very, it wasn't like like in like in any kind of a fuck you, but it was like a legit, well, it was just. Well, I don't just, know how you communicated. He legit, day. it was the most genuine, just, well, I don't know how you guys did it. But anyway, the way I do it and the way we do it, and it's just like, motherfucker, same way, all right? Same. <laughs> I've sent dirty texts, motherfucker, Okay. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> I've been creeping with someone at 3 a.m. texting. Oh, it's so weird. It is so weird you to know, be like, oh. This guy's like, well, I saw a movie one, so I guess you used to stand outside girls' uh, houses with a boombox, right? Is that how you guys got their no! attention? We that, had phones. And then you played a song until they came out and saw you holding the boombox, playing the song. Were you ever, did you ever do the thing where you were like on the phone in the middle of the night with a girlfriend and like your mom caught you? Uh, no, because we only had two phones and one, this booming voice that you hear sprouted in seventh grade. <laughs> And I've always, since eighth grade, they've all, I, I've been, people can pick out my voice and hear me talking from a, a mile away. So you couldn't sneak a phone call. I could never sneak a phone call. We, she had one phone in her room, but then she, we had one downstairs and there's no way that I could make a phone call underneath her room. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know if there'd be anyone to fucking call. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't, no, nothing like that. I, I used think to so. talk to, I used to call uh, my boyfriend. I was a... Oh, I was a junior. He was a freshman. And uh, we used to talk like in the middle of the night because he was split up. His parents were divorced. Mm -hmm. So he'd go to his mom's house half the week and his mom like didn't want us talking to each other. She just didn't. Okay. Um, And so he'd call me at like 3 a.m. And like one of us would always get caught. Like my dad would like pick up the phone and be like, go to bed. Or his stepdad would get on the phone and scream at us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, aside from that, no, we, man, we had cell phones yeah. when we were out so, of high school. You know, it's just once again proving to myself that I'm at that age uh, where I mm -hmm. look uh, fucking dead, you know, <laughs> apparently. But I'm just, I'm at the age where they're like, oh. All right, Paul. 
What's up? Old man. Old man. Oh, man. Good thing we did start talking about our, our funerals and planning our, 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 our deaths and People stuff. People are calling us old, so apparently, it's, it's time. Just roll me up and smoke <laughs> me when I'm out of this motherfucker. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.